Most real estate people don't have a CRM. They're not putting in any sort of automation. So they're manually wasting time out of their day to try and follow up. They're only doing one form of marketing, whether that's just calls, voicemails, whatever it may be. So the benefit really with them is everybody's pulling data. Everyone's getting lists. You can upload your list inside of here. You can start to dial them right inside of the system. You can text them back and forth inside the system, drop a ringless voicemail. And based on the responses, you could put them up into certain campaigns. Maybe they say, follow up with me in three months. Great. We put together a campaign that once we add them to it, it's going to wait three months and hit them with a text. You can forget about it. You're listening to another episode of the Home Point Experience, where we share our experiences from growing a real estate company, as well as the experiences we of the friends we meet along the way. This is your host, Justin Dion, and today we have special guest, James Testa. James is a Boston-based wholesaler investor, and he also owns a company called Dream Factory. Dream Factory is a software company that automates the aspects of sales and marketing for all different types of companies. James, I'm excited to dive into your story and have myself and our audience learn from your experiences. Thank you for being here and welcome to the show. I'm super excited to dive into like your company, Dream Factory. But before then, can you tell us a little bit about like your backstory and what led you ultimately into real estate? Yeah, definitely. So um, I've kind of always been an entrepreneur from the time, like even I was in high school, I always had these little side hustles, stuff like that, flip sneakers, clothes, internet started getting more booming. Uh around that time when we were in high school and stuff too. So by the time I got to college, I uh, that's when I got my real estate license, by the way, um, just to start filling out real estate, get involved, meet people. But I always had all these other like entrepreneurial interests, like I said. So I started getting into like e-commerce, um, like shop, Shopify stuff, Amazon, dropshipping things, just all kinds of stuff, um, just making money online. And then that eventually led me into like getting really good at just like online marketing. So I started, it got to the point where some people just started asking for my help. Hey, I need your help with this, that. Before I knew it, like I had a few clients by accident and I knew I didn't want to really scale up like a client business for marketing. Like, sure, I'll have clients that I work with. It's always cool to make more money. Um, But I want to really try and automate it and scale it and make it like a business. That's what kind of led me to the software. So I just took my skill set, what I was already doing, um, and package it up into something that, you know, businesses could really use and without having to pay a hefty price. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So I, I like that. You and me have a very similar story, you know, hustlers in college is trying to figure out what we, what we can do to make some good bread and also like mm-hmm. stuff that interests you. You know, I'm super into marketing myself. So I, I hear you hundred percent. I mean, my company is pretty much, it's more so a marketing company first and then, you know, yeah. real estate after. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, real estate's all marketing. People don't realize that real estate's right. all sales and marketing. Exactly. At least the the, the acquisitions process and even yep. the dispositions process, it's marketing and sales. That's all it really mm-hmm. is. And if you can learn how to market and sell yourself properly, you can do anything you want in life. Um, you know, I did the same thing when I went to college. I was like, All right, I just need to learn this and then I can do whatever I want based off of this. But uh, so that's cool that you kind of like just just kind of tested a bunch of things. I know Gary V has that model or, or he tells everybody like, you're super young. You just got to try things. You haven't tried enough. Right. And yeah, once yeah. you try enough, eventually you're going to hit on something like, all right, this is it. Right. And that yeah. was kind of what happened to you. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Like it was just, I've never really gave a shit what anybody thought this and that. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, why people don't do that stuff, but it's you, if you're, especially if you're a naturally entrepreneurial kid, like you and I are talking about, you should be trying everything in the book. Like, e-commerce, real estate, um, sales jobs, like just be doing everything in the book. Like even now, like we're so young, I'm only 26. I believe you're the same. 
Um, I just, even at our age, like it, you should be still trying new things. You know what I mean? Obviously have your niche. This is what I like to do. I'm going to build off this, but there's just, there's so much out there like to constantly be learning. Like as entrepreneurs, I don't think you should ever be so stuck and set in stone on one thing. Like sure. Real estate that could always be your bread and butter, but new things are constantly hitting the market. You need to evolve, be up to date. You know, there's just always opportunities. And I think it's important to always be aware of that. Yeah, man. I, I totally hear that. So I'm, I've been in this kind of like change of mindset recently, super recently. So uh, when I was in college, I was trying to run like three businesses all at the same time. And what mm-hmm. would happen was, is I would hit a, I would, this would be subconscious. I would hit a roadblock in my business and one of the businesses at least, and I would bounce over to the other one and start working on that more so than the other one. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really growing and progressing or doing anything, but there gets a point where, you know, if you just stay so stuck on one thing that it's, it's going to be, there's so many things out there to make money right now. There's so many opportunities. Uh, so over the past like two years, I went like a thousand percent on real estate. And over the past like six months, I've been starting to diversify, you know, getting into cryptocurrencies, buying NFTs mm-hmm. and man, the money you can make off some of this stuff is incredible. It's crazy, it's incredible. Yeah. So I've been having a kind of a mindset shift over the past couple of months of like, like what you said there, like you just got to go out there and, and you're young, right? You can go out there and just hustle, hustle, hustle. As long as you have that hustle mindset, you can do that and get that stuff done. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like you said, like real estate, that's your bread and butter. Like it's paying the bills. You don't have to worry about paying bills and all that. So you should be constantly trying to find new opportunities out there. Like it's the same guys. Like I watch Bloomberg every day, right? These guys with all the money, they're not out there hustling every day. They're not just buying real estate. They're not just buying stocks. They're feeling out the market, what's best, where the opportunities are at and moving their money around based on that. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you had a point where it's not just hustle and bustle and I need to make a dollar. It's like, okay, now I'm trying to move my money around in the right way. Yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly. So in terms of real estate, um, you got your real estate license when you were in college. Are you, are you an active agent still or not really? No, I don't do any like agent work and stuff like that. Like I have the license in case, you know, maybe I come across a deal. I could put it like entry only in the MLS or something like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm not like active day to day doing realtor work. Yeah, I got you, man. I'm on the same beat. I, I'll get listings just just because it it um it it's crop cooperative with the, uh, the rest of the things we're doing on our business. I'll get a wholesale deal. We'll get some equity in the deal, and then we'll also have the listing. There's just so many ways you make money, so why, why mine as well. Exactly. Yeah. But again, that's why I figure like it's good to just have it. Like even on my end, it's always good to have it because maybe you come across a home run deal where it's like you know what I could probably make a hundred grand just putting this in the MLS. Yeah. So it's like why not do it. And then you could always refer refer leads to people like refer myself leads, team, stuff like that. And you get a good amount off that. And if you're not like exactly. you can't make as much. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, so on the investing and like wholesaling side, you know, obviously that the least acquisitions process is mostly mostly marketing. So you still doing a lot of that? Yeah. So that's kind of like how it all like even started for me too was I was like with the marketing, the whole skills that I had, I had some clients in real estate and I trimmed most of them down. Like I have some clients out of state that I have cold callers for and stuff like that. But it was like, okay, if I can market for other people and I see them getting deals, it's like I can market for my own deals. So yeah, my brother, he's in real estate and stuff too. So I just started using, literally I use our software, um, my systems, all that, and have gone out marketed, you know, and just get wholesale deals that way. And because I have my brother helping out, it's not like it takes a shitload of my time. I just do what I'm already doing. Right. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I see a lot of people do that. Like they'll start marketing companies for real estate and then they're like, shit, I'm making all these other people rich. <laughs> yeah. I should probably start utilizing some of my own tactics and get my own deals and do some of this stuff too. hundred percent. Yeah. It made me sick. Like I remember one time 
this guy actually was in Tampa and he, we got him a wholesale deal on like the first 30 days. Like, keep in mind, I could have did the same thing, like just started marketing in Tampa. He got a wholesale deal and literally the first 30 days, I think he made like 35 grand off it. So it's just crazy. Yeah. Like even if you're charging a client, like a couple thousand bucks a month, 2,500 bucks a month, whatever, (laughs) it's like 35 grand to 2,500. You just made your whole year off one deal. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And you can automate, delegate and systemize that business too. You get an acquisitions manager, you know, you you handle the marketing aspect, which you're already really great at. Mm -hmm. Obviously you get, you get an acquisitions manager. That's a killer sales guy or girl. And you put them, you plug them with the leads and they just go out there and crush it and close deals. Yeah. And that's definitely, that's a point that I like to get to, you know what I mean? Like I'm still feeling out like the exact direction I want to go with everything in that sense. Do I want to start buying for the long-term holding, go hundred percent on the real estate, whatever, you know what I mean? So, um, that's probably something I like after that, I do what you said, just automate and delegate, get an acquisitions manager, let them handle all that and just keep doing what I do. Yeah. I mean, the first step is doing that with your, with your software company, automate, delegate, Mm -hmm. systemizing that up. It's it's more hands-off. And then it's like, all right, Mm -hmm. now I can go dive into this a little bit more and build that little leg out and start growing that. Right. Yep. hundred percent. Love that, man. I love that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much what we're, we're, we're building here actually, which is funny. I mean, um, I'm, I pretty much handled the marketing stuff. Cause like, you know, you and I, you and myself, we love the marketing, right? I'm yep. absolutely fascinated with it. And I love diving into the, the nitty gritty stuff with it. So that's like, you know, it's fun to do. It's not work. It's not work at all. And then I find yeah, other guys yeah. that love to hit those phones all day and it's not work for them either. So it's, yep. uh, it's a great relationship there. Yeah, actually, the call after this podcast, that's what I'm actually interviewing. I'm interviewing an employee who's going to because we have so many leads already for the software inside of there uh, yeah. for my outbound marketing and stuff. So I'm actually going to just someone on on the phones who's going to full time just do the phones and then we're going to give them like recurring commissions and all that stuff. So it's way more attractive than a regular sales gig, too, because uh, with the software, you need to pay monthly off it. Nice, man. Nice. So tell me a little bit more about like, how did you build this software company? Cause you're a marketer, you're not a coder, you know? So how did you go, about, how did you go about doing this? Yeah. So what we did was basically the, we license it from the developers. Um, we pay every month to license, you know what I mean? The whole base of the software, um, basic features, the whole nine, and then we can build off of that too. So we like, we have an API and all that where we can integrate other things and, you know, add our own features and we're, doing tons of that stuff as well. Um, we're also going to be adding in like features like B2B leads. So we have like team members overseas that can get any leads scraped, verified against the DNC, the whole nine. Um, so we're going to add that inside of there. So like users on there, if they wanted to just buy data, they would be able to buy data too. Um, if you were like a solar person, you want a list of like every business in your area because you were trying to sell commercial solar, you would be able to go in there buy that on top of the basic software itself and everything else it already does. We're adding in so much more. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. And and so you have this software business kind of up and running now. It sounds like a pretty solid software. Sounds mm-hmm. like it's super useful for a lot of businesses out there. How are you going out about marketing it? Do you have like some kind of marketing funnel you built out with advertisements? Yeah. So we have, so I'm not doing any paid ads yet because we only launched it, um, officially launched it a month and a half ago. Oh, nice. So I'm pouring the gas on ads yet. Um, we have, so my partner, he has a deal with a telecom company where we can get telecom for virtually nothing. So we have like a dialer that's doing uh, voicemail drops pretty much around the clock. Um, and then based off the voicemail drop, whoever's interested calls us back. 
we say, great, we'll send you out the info. The info gets sent out and I'm the one doing a lot of the follow-up right now inside of our system with automations and stuff. But that's what I actually have that call right after this, like I was saying, to do to plug someone inside of there to just start doing all the calls. Nice, man. That sounds like a super solid system built up. Yeah. I mean, at least the, the, the forefront of it, right? Which is. Yeah, I will definitely like within the next like month or so, I'll start doing paid ads and stuff. But at least just on the initial launch, I wanted to just do all that. Yeah. Yeah. I totally hear that, man. Do you have uh, like any paying customers right now? Yeah, we do. Yeah. We're actually working with right now the variety of businesses. So we have like people who are coaches on there. We have people who have med spies on there. We have real estate people on there. So we already have kind of a wide range of people that are using it. Yeah. So if a real estate agent or a real estate wholesale or investor wanted to use your your software, what, what would be like the benefits for them? Oh, uh, for real estate, like I said, like I'm using it to market for real estate. Like even if some, I was to take on a client, I would use this and do the same thing because so the benefit for them is most real estate people, they're using a either don't have a CRM. They flat out don't have a CRM, which I'm not going to be mean, but that's absolutely idiotic to not have a CRM in real estate, keeping up with your leads, following up with them. B, they might have some sort of system to keep track of leads, but they're not putting in any sort of automation. So they're manually wasting time out of their day to try and follow up this, that. Number two, number three, they're only doing one form of marketing, whether that's just calls, uh, you know, calls, voicemails, whatever it may be. So the benefit really with them is everybody's pulling data. Everyone's getting lists. You can upload your list inside of here. You can start to dial them right inside of the system. You can text them back and forth inside the system. Now, I know not everybody wants to do that B2C um, on the SMS side. So great. Drop a ringless voicemail. You can do that inside of here. Then maybe text them once you have the okay. Uh, so all of that. That just that initial communication of being able to upload a list, tag that who is in what city, easily being able to search through that data, um, and then being able to communicate with it. And based on the responses, you could put them up into certain campaigns. Maybe they say follow up with me in three months. Great. We put together a campaign that once we add them to it, it's going to wait three months and hit them with a text. You can forget about it. Nice. Nice. I mean, that's huge. Automating yeah. the follow-up is essential in this business. I think at least, yeah. at least at minimum, at minimum to remind yourself to call them. Right. Cause like you have yep. so many clients that you're trying to work with, especially if you're in the investing wholesale yep. space, a lot of people pulling your tail, so to speak. And you just, you got to remind yourself some way to get in touch with them. If you don't, you're, people mm-hmm. are going to fall through the cracks point blank period. And, yeah. um, and so I mean, there's cool. some other ones out there. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, there's some other ones out there that I've seen people use, like, uh, like Follow Up Boss is one of them. Uh, the thing with them is they market just to real estate, just for follow up. And it's just very basic of a platform. Like you'll see, we'll get you inside here to check it out. It, it's just very basic. Yep. Um, it, it's really like, hey, I'm going to just add the leads and they keep getting hit over and over. Um, whereas there's not as much customization to it. There's just not as much as you, not as much you can really do. Like even inside of our platform, most realtors need a website. Investors need a website. Don't want to pay a ton of money for a website. We have templates that we can simply add into people's accounts and you can do your own drag and drop websites. Like a first grader could do that. Wow. That's Um, pretty good. Yeah. So that you can even, we have all those additional features inside of there. Even things like, Hey, I want a text alert. Every time a new lead comes into our campaign. Great. You can get hit with a text alert. Uh, it'll also integrate with your Facebook ads too. So if you are running Facebook ads, your lead form is going to be integrated with the CRM. So every time a lead comes in, they pop right inside the CRM and can get added to whatever follow-up. Nice. 
Nice. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty yeah. pretty solid platform for sure. It is. Yeah, you'll check it out definitely. We'll definitely. get you on there and check it out. For, for the dialer software, is it just a single line dialer type thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you're doing like uh, if you're doing advanced dialing, it's probably still good to use a third party dialer like a Mojo or something like that, um, where you want so many lines. But we integrate with Twilio, so yep. it would basically be like same. Twilio the whole nine like it would just integrate and any calls would just run through there yeah I was just about to ask that Twilio is the most affordable out there in terms of getting calls texts um and anything else like around that realm and a lot of people don't even know about it but like once you find a software like yours that entwines with it it brings down your marketing dollars so much if you're doing like bulk sms or even just cold calling if with a single line dialer because it's just yeah it's it's so affordable it's crazy yep they're they're the something um, we do too is um just to add on to that. So like we have, so the average small business doesn't do a lot of uh, SMS tech stuff like that. So they use our Twilio account. Yep. And essentially what we do is we rebuild them with the small markup to cover processing fees and things of that nature. They it don't sounds- do a lot of volume. So if we take on someone like you say, and you're doing a lot of volume, we could plug your API, your Twilio credentials. We could plug that right in. So that's all direct with you and Twilio too. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, man, that's awesome. That's super smart that you're doing that too. Because a lot of people aren't that savvy for it too. You know, like yeah. you and I, we're both marketers. So, you know, obviously I, I know about all that stuff. I've, yeah, yeah, I've exactly. used all that. I built my own dialer systems through Twilio and just found mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, it's it's not as effective as using like a, a multi-line dialer. And I don't yeah. know if you can do that with theirs. I'm sure you probably could, but I haven't reached that uh, that plateau yet. <laughs> yeah, no, that it's definitely more complicated than just using a mojo or something like that. Cause you got to custom customize all of it, but yep. I'm, there probably is ways to do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally hear that, man. What, what has been one of like the biggest like failures along your journey so far? Um, just an entrepreneurship, but with this company, sure, or, an entrepreneurship in general, just curious. Um, I think I put it on them when I was filling out the form and stuff with the podcast, I lost 50 K uh, trading once <sighs> and it was like, I don't know, to a lot of, like you and I, right? We have very abundance mindsets. Yep. And we're young and like we go for it and whatever. And I remember uh it was like I was like, oh shit, it was a tough sort of swallow at the time, pill to swallow sure. at the time. But like I also have the mindset where I know how to make money, I have skills, I don't really care. It's not like I spent my last penny doing it, this yeah. and that. You know what I mean? So uh, it's one of the stories where I say that story because it's just funny to me where you like, I don't know. It's a tough pill to swallow. Any, but a lot of people will be like, "Well, holy shit, you just you just did that, blah blah blah." But like, I don't know. I have the mindset where like I can just get it right back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's I did. Huge. So, hey <laughs> man, that's all that matters. So, how, how did that even happen? Like, how, how do you lose fifty thousand dollars? Like, was it was it a mistake or was it a bad TA on it or what? Yeah, was it? part part of it was a mistake. Yeah, part of it was a mistake. Like, I had a trade in, and I was using a little more leverage than I usually do on the trade, mm. and. I thought I had a stop loss in on it and I didn't. And I was hopping on a flight. So by the time I got off the flight, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I, I didn't have a stop loss in it. That's literally how it happened. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's tough. Yeah. When you're when you're doing leverage, man, it's it's if you if you don't know what you're doing, it's second level gambling for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know no, what you're doing you on it. Be, so uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta be um anything you do, especially when it comes to trading, when you start getting, you know what I mean some capital and stuff like that. It's, it's just discipline. Yeah. Anything you do, like people say you can't trade, you can hundred percent can trade. It's just most people aren't disciplined. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Do you, you do a lot of trading. 
Yeah, I still trade. I've been doing that. I had like, I was fortunate enough. It was a guy that I actually used to work with in the real estate business when I was in college. He's the one that got me into it because that was like his pretty much life's career. Like him doing real estate now is like he's older, keeps him busy, stuff like that. But like he literally worked for banks, trading departments, like all that stuff. Nice. So he's the one that got me into it. Man, the power of having have a, having a coach, a mentor, someone that you know that's done it successfully before, it's massive. Yeah massive well that's the thing like you know what i mean like the failure rate of anybody who trades is like 90 percent or something like that it's insane so yeah to like not only be able to trade young and not lose you know what i mean it's like that 100 percent credit goes to a mentor exactly yeah man for sure yeah for sure yeah I, that's a thousand percent dude I'm, I'm in uh talks i'm actually hopping on a call tomorrow with this this guy he's doing um 900 to 1.3 million in profit a month flipping houses and wholesaling houses. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably someone I should have on my team. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Who is it? Uh, I don't know the name off the top of my head. Um, one of my friends referred me to him though. So it should be an oh, interesting okay. call. Yeah. I was wondering, cause there's like, I didn't know if he was like one of those social media guys or whatever. Cause I follow a bunch of those too. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I just heard about him first time. So I, he sounds like the real wow. deal. And, and I, you know, I always know I needed a coach and it was just a matter of finding the right one. And uh, one that's doing what I'm doing successfully and then been doing it for a while successfully. Someone like that's going to help speed up the curve. You know, they're going to put me 10, you know, 10 X, you know, I want, I want to, I want to 10 X my, my revenue from last year. And someone like that's going to be able to do it because he's doing what I'm doing right now, just at a, a huge, massive scale. Yeah. 10 X. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that's where like the ego thing comes into it too, right? Like we're like, we're so young, like people, like we were saying, we're so young. Like we might think we got it going on and this and that. We ain't shit compared to these guys, right? Like you're talking about been in the game 25 plus years, like just have seen it all way more than we could have ever seen. It. And I think it's like an ego thing too, where for you to go to him and be like, hey, I don't know shit but I want to learn from you. Like a lot of people don't want to, it's just an ego thing. A lot of people don't want to do that. Yep. Yeah. You got to humble yourself down sometimes and really take a step back and look at everything. And um, yeah. you know, if you don't, it's just going to be a slow race for you. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm the complete opposite. Like, especially like even in real estate, like I've met so many of the real estate guys in mass and like some of them I've met from literally like knowing that they do well and this and that hit them up. Hey, let me grab a coffee with you. A lot of them are down. People don't realize that. I want to learn everything you know. You know how to make a million months. Show me how. Man, that's been the the craziest powerful thing from this podcast is like I get to sit down with with uh, very, very smart individuals, including yourself, and get to interrogate them about their business, what they're doing, what's not working. And man, they love to talk about it. We get to be on a podcast. They get to share their story. It's a complete win-win. And um, out of everything that's been with this podcast, that has been the most beneficial, I'd say, because it's like I get yeah, little yeah. mentors, you know, and I get to ask them anything it's it's incredible. Yeah, when you when you're talking to someone for an hour, you know what I mean. You build a little bit of a relationship with them too. Whatever you like them, they like you. So it's someone that you could always reach back out to. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So what is what is um what does the future look like for you? You know what what, what do you think? You know, a couple of years down the line with everything you're doing now, where do you think it's going to go with you? Um, so I'd say like at least the next at least the next six months to one year, I'm going to be all in just getting the software to a comfortable place. Mm -hmm. um, then once I do that, I would say next year, 2023, real estate market will actually probably be in a good place uh, for guys like us to get in at that point too. 
Uh, so I would say, yeah, like all this year, like I'm really all in with the software. And then next year I'd like to uh, start getting into some of my own investments. You know what I mean? Whether that be burrs or uh, flips or whatever, maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's smart, man. Raising the capital through your software business, holding it, raising it, yeah. holding it, raising it. And then when the time comes right to strike, you start buying them all up. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And then you know how it is doing real estate. Like uh, what a lot of kids our age especially don't understand is they all rush to buy these houses on market and they think just buying a house is a good investment in and of itself. They don't realize like not every piece of real estate is a good investment. You know what I mean? So it can you can speed up your curve so much faster in real estate by buying that first property or first hold their burr with equity. Because now guess what? You just bought that house. You already got a hundred grand. You can pull it right out. You have two to three properties right in a matter of months. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't, but it's also like they don't, a lot of people have full-time jobs or they're doing other things. So they can't utilize their time to learn how to market properly to find those deals. Because yeah. that's why like, that's why wholesalers are great because that's the, all they focus on is finding the good deals. So, you know, so deal. none of the other investors have to, right? And that's yeah, the reason okay. why I started my company as I did. Cause I was like, all right, if I can figure out how to find the best deals in the marketplace, then I have all the ones I want to cherry pick and keep for myself and I can pass the rest off to other investors. So it's a, yeah, I put myself in a great position to really win. And you too, like, you know, with what you're building right now, you can build it in a way that, all right, in the back of your head, a lot of this is going to be for me finding properties in in a few months too. So, all right. So now it's Mm -hmm. like, all right, now I can build it properly for other investors and wholesalers as well. But now I have a tool to be super successful buying properties whenever I want. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, that's really, that's the big thing on the marketing, especially, you know what I mean? That's, that's a skill that I'll take with me through life. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. Like finding deals, that's the easy part. You know what I mean, the rest yeah. of it is all the logistics after that, but uh, yeah, that's definitely going forward. Like 2023, I would really, I'd like to start getting into some of the, like bigger things, my own, even if it's with partners, you know what I mean? I've met so many people now, like I said, just on the scene in mass, uh, I would like to, yeah, even get into a couple of partners. You know what I mean? Like you hear people say, use other people's money. I have no problem cutting other people into it to just learn and have a piece of the pie, whatever. Yeah, man. Investors are willing to do that too. I mean, they, they really are. If you're willing to make that money and it's a good deal and it makes sense and they like and trust you and you, you're someone that they want to work with, they'll cut you in or you, you'll cut them in and it'll be a win-win. I mean, I have an investor yeah. right now I partnered up with. He gave me a good, good wholesale fee. Uh, we're, we're equity partners on the flip 50, 50, he put hundred percent of the financing on it. Um, you can't, you can't beat that. You can't no, beat that. You I have can't. zero risk. If anything went, went That's what I'm saying. bad and yeah, it's, they're, they're out there. Investors are out there. And literally I met him a week before we, we locked up that agreement. I met him a week before That's that. Crazy. I locked up that agreement. I met him at a real estate meetup event. We, we shot the shit. I told him, I, I wasn't even trying to sell the deal at the time. I wasn't even trying to do anything with it. I just met him. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 took, I told him about it because it was just in the top of my head. I just locked it up that week. And, you know, next thing led, led to the other, grabbed a cup of coffee. And now we're business partners on that deal. And we're going to make six figures plus. There you go. You can't be that. You know what yeah. I mean? That, you really can't. You can't be that. People don't realize like how fast like one deal can change your life. Like especially people just starting, right? Whether that's been in just a real estate, whatever it is, like one client, one deal, like can literally change your life. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean for us, it's going to be um, the fire we need to put on put on all of our marketing. You know, we're going to take all that money, reinvest it in all different marketing channels, and really just TEDx from there. Oh yeah, awesome. 
Yeah. And that, and that's what it comes down to, too. You know what I mean? I think you obviously have this mindset being in business and stuff. I think, and I keep bringing up like younger people because we're younger, there might be younger people watching this. Like a lot of people don't have that mindset of they're scared to spend money. You know what I mean? Like it goes back to how I was saying with the 50 grand, like I'm not so butthurt about that because I know how to make money. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? Like in the end of the day, you don't want to lose money, but it's like, okay, I know I can go out there and spend money, spend 10 to make 30 or spend 10 to make 40 or even more. You get what I'm saying? So people need to, they think they're going to make money without paying for marketing. Like, especially dealing with clients and stuff. I deal with that. You know what I mean? I've dealt with that. People want us, they're like, oh, okay, great. What's your goal for the next six months, one year? Where, where do you want to be? Oh, I want to 10X my revenue. How are you going to 10X your revenue without paying for marketing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you, for example, I remember there was one package I was selling, right? And I was give, I was, it was a steal for what the package was. I was putting together my whole marketing automation system, putting them into the software. We were basically going to do all their marketing A to Z from list to deal. And I was charging 2,500 a month and we were doing like so many thousand contacts, whatever. Cause I know generally like off so many contacts, I can probably get so many deals or at least solid, solid leads that will close within ever, however many months. Yep. So I assume whatever, I had a few clients, I was doing it, doing it. We ended up but there was also like as many clients that were doing it, there was so many people on the fence about spending this $2,500, like even for two months. Cause like you said, you're about to make six figures off a deal, right? You know how much money deals are worth. If you get deals, we're talking oh, yeah. tons of money. Right. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, somebody's scared. We were arguing about price. I'm like, somebody's scared to spend five grand on a couple months of marketing. That's a write-off that if it flops, it's a tax write-off, which you need to write stuff off anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, over like, I can't believe we're having this conversation over five grand, like going back and forth with people on price. Cause even worst case scenario, right? You get a deal that's a listing that you can't wholesale. And then you refer it out as a listing. You're going to make five grand off the referral. Exactly. So it's just, I guess the point I'm trying to get to here is like, people need to really get out of that mindset of like, I can't spend money to make money. Like when you spend money, you make money. It's just what it is. Especially if you have a proven system, uh, or whatever that may be. Like people think they're going to scale their revenue 10 X without paying, without paying to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, so one of the first things I learned, uh, in marketing school and business school was that the, one of the first things that businesses will cut in hard times is marketing, which is so counterproductive. It's the most counterproductive it's the thing ever. Of your business. Right. But as, as a, someone that doesn't understand marketing, I can sort of understand it. Right. They're like, all right, who, who needs the market? Like it's, that's everything though, man. It's, Oh, yeah. it's, it's crazy that people don't understand that. Especially in real estate. Especially mm-hmm. in real estate. There's no, think about it. Even the people who are sending mail, and I hate mail. Like I get there's an aspect to it yeah. that it's always going to work. Uh, and a theory that I have too, and this is a theory, right? As this older generation starts to get kind of priced out of the market, not priced out of the market, but the older generation starts to pass away and it's a little more tech savvy people yep. who are the ones selling the houses are dying. Mail is not going to be like, the way that we're marketing, like what I'm doing, there, there's just no, I'm going to be able to reach 10 times the people at a cheaper price and faster. Yep. Which is, which is what, dope. Realistic. You know I mean? Yeah. We're not quite there where like, I think mail is extinct, but I can't tell you how many local real estate investors I've talked to that say they go into somebody's house for an appointment. There's a stack of mail like this. Yep. Oh yeah. From 9,000 other investors. 
and you pay them 40 cents a piece, 50 cents a piece, some of them. So it's like you're and you don't know, you can't even measure your marketing. That's what drives me the craziest about mail, right? Yeah. You can't measure, okay, this person got the mail and read it. This person threw it in the trash. Like it's just, you can't scale what you can't measure. So I get that. There's a lot of guys that have done well with it and swear by it with mail. But personally, if anybody's looking to get into real estate and it's just starting or whatever it is, and you need to be efficient, you, you should not be sending mail. Oh, I agree. You're I better agree. off actually, you're better off paying for a VA overseas to call for sale by owners for you all day. Yeah. I, the, the thing is that people don't understand that portion of it, like hiring virtual assistants. A lot of people into the game, especially new, they don't understand that. And then secondly, yeah. the reason why people go right to postcards is because they don't want to talk to people, which is so counterproductive as well, just on, to, on, on the topic of the marketing, because yeah. at the end of the day, you're going to have to talk to them. Right. And if you're doing a, yeah. doing a marketing like cold con, for example, you're going to get so freaking good on the phone is that when you do have a highly qualified lead coming from PPC or even even a, even a newsletter or whatever it is, a postcard, you know, you're going to be able to turn that into a deal 100 times more easier if you have that skill set. Mm-hmm. And a lot of newbies yeah. come into it. They're thinking they're trying to avoid that. They're trying to avoid talking to the homeowners when. If you're going to do that, don't don't buy off market, you know, go go find some wholesalers, go buy on market, go get some agents on your team. It's not for you, but (laughs) that's just how I see it. You know, no, it's true. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Like, it's just crazy to me that I think a lot of people like especially with social media now and stuff, people see real estate as more flashy as it than it is. Yeah. But real real estate is really it's those phone calls, real estate's those phone calls. It's it's all the stuff you don't want to do. Which you can, so you can like delegate, you can automate that. and scale out too. Like you don't have to, like in my business, I haven't cold called in, I don't even know, a year, a year now. I went door knocking um, the other day for, for like a good three to six months, just so I could build out that, that uh, marketing channel for us. And I, I got, I'm, yeah. I'm a person that I want to know how to do it inside and out. And I want to build the system inside and out. And I do that by mm-hmm. literally doing that myself. Um, so that's the only time I'm really doing the gritty, the nitty gritty stuff, but you can scale that out and delegate that out. You know, we have virtual assistants in my business. We have acquisitions managers in my business and take those inbound leads and convert those too. But you put me on a phone call with anybody. I'm still sharp. I'm I'm still super sharp. I'm still probably the best closure on my team. My opinion, (laughs) my my guys are, don't get me wrong, but, um, I still have those skill sets because at the beginning I was doing it, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, no matter what you do, whether no matter how much you automate and delegate, it's things you still need to know how to do and be good at, regardless. Yep. yep. I'm be, I'm becoming a huge fan of ask who, not how. So if if that's your mindset and you don't want to get or learn it yourself, you got to hire someone, hire a mentor, hire a coach, hire someone that's gonna yeah. speed that up for you. That can that can actually teach you that stuff. That's yeah, that's the only other. I agree. Way, but. It's funny. I get in arguments with some of my friends and stuff, and like it sounds. It sounds like it, we're so wired to think you have to work so hard for your money, but like, cause that's just what we get wired to do. Right. And it's like, I want to get paid as much as possible and do as little as possible. That that's my mindset. You know what I mean? Like, because the people we're looking up to, right. And we're talking about Bloomberg earlier, all this stuff, like these guys that are, have just enormous amounts of wealth, right. They're all investors. They're investors. They don't trade time they don't state obviously is the perfect example of that so you need to like you just need to get out of that mindset of i constantly need to grind 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 and you need to figure out how can you put together a system that pays you exactly exactly i a thousand percent agree on that that's the only thing about like my business right now is like it's uh with wholesaling or even investing like you get a big check every once in a while 
but you need to build some consistency in there somehow. So either that's buying property or building a software company that can get residual income, some other way that you can do that, you know, is, is crucial if you're, if you're just getting those big checks too. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it's all full circle. Yeah, that Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like real estate is so situational that it's hard to like, you can build multiple streams within one business. You know what I mean? Like for example, with the software, right? Okay, great. We offer the software. Most people are going to get on the software, want a website, maybe you don't want to pay for it. Great. We'll do the website fee. I'm not going to do it. Someone else is going to do it. Yep. Um, great. You're on the software now. Oh, you want help setting it up, building out all your automations. Great. We can charge you for that. We can, you know what I mean? So you have all these different revenue streams in one business. Um, and in real estate, it matters more than anything. Cause like you said, you can't control when a person's going to want to sell their house or what the demand is and supply. So it's going to be scattered when you're getting those checks and planning out your revenue is tied sometimes. I mean, so having that, having that consistent money coming in is always good. Yeah. Yeah, man, definitely. I mean, I think that like, it's so, so true where if you can build one really good company and you already have good clients that love you already because you're producing the results that you told them you would, then it's like, all right, now one client becomes 10 different sales. And yep. uh, that's just incredible as you can continuously just build out those individual different legs there. Um, and, you know, we're, yeah. we're trying to do something similar with our company and partner up with, uh, you know, landscapers, contractors, um, the whole, the whole mm-hmm. night, you can just keep going with it. You know, um, yeah. we, we considered building a brokerage for a while right now. We're just going to stick to having a real estate team just because it's a little bit less, um, a less overhead and just dealing with all being a broker doesn't sound too entertaining to me. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, no, it is. Brokerages are a lot of work. I actually know a kid that just opened one up. Um, it, it's a lot of work because then that brings in a whole nother factor. You're gonna have to recruit agents. Why be a brokerage if you're not planning to get a ton of agents under you? You know what I mean? Exactly. So if you have your unit and you guys are doing your thing, there's no point in bringing on that extra headache, especially if you're investor focused right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's just like that same ideology is like we have leads that are coming in, and a lot of them are retail. You know, I don't want to be the one mm-hmm. listing the properties, but I could have a, a team of agents that I could pass those off to and get a cut off those deals because we're already paying for the marketing. We already have those leads. Okay. Yeah, they could be a yeah, dead no, lead I see what you're saying. No. Or, or they could be a deal. And if it's not mm-hmm. like, so the one, the, th- the way that I structured my company right now and the way we're, we're remarketing ourselves is we're a one-stop shop for a client, for a homeowner. Mm-hmm. So they come work with us. We're going to, we're going to have a solution for them. Either it's a cash offer. We can list their home on the market. If both those don't work, we can get creative. We can offer them subject to, we can offer them um, owner financing options, uh, whatever, whatever works for them. Uh, we can even do Airbnb arbitrage if that's something they're interested in as well. Um, mm-hmm. So like, the, you know, it's like we're trying to position ourselves where it's like you have to like, it's like you have to work with us, but there's no need to go find someone else. There's no, there's no exit. Yeah. It's nomadic because you want to sell this something that can be done. So it's one of these options. Yeah, I mean, that's like, one of the biggest, that's what. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, that's one of the biggest sales tactics in the book too, right? Like they say, when you're selling something to people, don't say like, okay, uh, say you're selling protein powder, random, right? but don't say, hey, okay, are you ready to buy this protein powder? You say, hey, do you want chocolate or vanilla? Right. Naturally, your mind tells you like, I want one or the other, so they're going to pick one. So like giving people options with anything, it re- it just, yeah, it works. Yeah, exactly. It's It's like, you want to sell your home? Okay, we're, we we got you. We got you. We're we're yeah. your we're your people to do that for you. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, exactly. you know, we're gonna we're gonna give you a a, a solution that's a win win for you, no matter what, because we have all the solutions. 
you know, every, yeah. everyone else out there has one solution. Either they give you the cash offer, they help you list it on the market, or they maybe offer you the creative financing, but the, none of them are really offering all of it. So my, my ideology was trying to build a company that does that. And um, then it's just like, we can destroy the competition in every different aspect, which is dope. Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Well, listen, I know you've got a call coming up and I don't want to take too much of your time, man. I, I know I learned a lot about your story, your experience of everything you've got going on, man. Super cool. You know, I'm super excited to, to see where everything goes with you, brother. And we got to stay connected and maybe in a couple, a year or so, hop on another one of these and kind of show your, your journey along the way. That would be Yeah, cool. yeah 100%. I'll be down, man. I appreciate you having me on. Awesome, man. I appreciate you being here. You know, like I said, good luck with everything you have going on. And thank you for sharing your experience. Thank you, man.